Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Taking Up Space. And I am your host, Takima. I am the owner of Fivational Yoga, where all body and minds are welcome in this space because I do crave vibes. What's going on, everybody? I am recording this right now on a Friday, and it's Friday the 13th. So if you are listening to number two, the second episode, thank you so much for tuning in. Let's go. So I'm getting the hang of it. Actually, what's funny, I'm like, I was so kind of nervous to even upload the first episode. And then when I kept playing it back and heard it back, I was like, okay, girl, you got this. And, and I, it's like, I started getting like kind of a little adrenaline rush because I do... I do like talking, so it was at one point in my life that I hated my voice, and then it's funny because as I gotten older, even in my teens and my young, I'm so young, but in my adult years, people always say like, I love your voice, your voice is so soothing, it's calming, um, a lot of times I get that, I love how you articulate certain things, I know I don't articulate a lot of, you know, whatever, but... <laughs> A lot of times I'm missing out words or whatever. But anyway, yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. I'm glad you are listening um, to my podcast, Taking Up Space. And my intentions and purpose for this podcast is to create and hold space for us to just be, to be ourselves, be comfortable, secure with ourselves, loving on ourselves, practice self-awareness, but also at the same time, I'm holding space for healing. I'm holding a space so we can discuss all things that come with healing. Whatever that looks like for you, we're going to discuss it. And this is, I will want this, you know, going forward in the future to be really interactive. Um, I want to know what other people, if, if certain things that I'm going through and things I'm going through during this healing process, that if other people can relate to me, if you feel me, because a lot of times we feel like we're doing this alone. I can tell you for the past few years, it's, I feel like I have been alone and I had to actually get in a place and myself to know that one if you are a spiritual person if you believe in God like I do um you're not alone even if you are not a person you you consider yourself to believe in a different higher source like it could be you um Buddha you believe in the Buddha you believe in Allah whatever you call your higher source whatever you who provides you guidance and drops and wisdom to your spirit and soul. That's who you follow. So we all got someone that we follow. But for me, I follow God and you're not alone. That's the thing. You're not alone. But at the same time, you will want somebody in the physical realm to be with you every step of the way or you're healing. And for me, for some time, it wasn't like that. Not only it was anybody's fault, not saying that but it was my fault and that's the thing I'm holding space for accountability I'm holding myself accountable for not allowing other people to let allow myself to fall and let people to catch me um of course I'm like yeah God catch me but it feels good when somebody physically catch you when you fall you don't want to hurt it hurts when you fall you you could sometimes break a lot of stuff when you fall so yeah, I am holding space for you. So just know during the healing process, you're going through certain things that 
this space is hell for you because I will catch you when you fall. And then I'm going to provide the tools and, and speak on experience and give you things that you will need to allow you to get back up, to heal those parts of you that are broken. Broken things can be fixed. I mean, it may take, it may be fixed in a week or a few years, but don't think that a lot of broken things can be fixed because they can, they can. So um, yeah, let's get into this episode's conversation. So um, if anybody does not know, Sis wrote a book. <laughs> I am an author. <laughs> Clap it up for me. Insert your clapping hands. I hear you. I feel you. So, um, I wrote a book called Tears I Should Have Cried, a memoir on holding space for healing. And in this book, in each chapter, I'm just taking you on a journey of my healing process. All of the good and the bad and the ugly that I have been going through while healing. So, and also this is gonna, this book is to encourage that person to allow yourself space and grace for healing. Like we need to be able we so in this space while you're healing be willing to be stretched and that's a huge part of healing it's gonna stretch the hell out of you like you don't even and then the thing is we are stretching to create room for capacity what is your capacity right now check in with your capacity right in this moment when you get stretched when you feel like you are stretched do you get so tight and and like to the point, you know those, uh, you can tell I work in an office, child. So <laughs> I work in the, you know, the office and, you know, the rubber bands. We have hella rubber bands everywhere. Oh my God, we use rubber bands. Like, you know that song by T.I. Rubber Band Man? I know I'm singing it wrong, but, uh, you know, judge me. Don't judge me. Judge your mama. But you know what I'm talking about, rubber band, man. Wild as the Taliban. Nine on my right, 45 on my other hand. Always rubber band, always stay in trouble, man. You know what I mean? Right. Okay, thank you. So, <laughs> anyway, next to this, I'm so a rubber band. <laughs> Come on, team, let's stay on topic, stay focused. So, a rubber band. A lot of times after a while, when a rubber band sits out, it dries up, right? A rubber band will dry up they need some type of i don't i i I was watching one show and they showed how rubber bands are made but they spray something on it or whatever so it won't the elasticity can be stretched as far as possible but there are times when rubber bands dry up now when that rubber band you don't even know when that rubber band is dried up once it starts to become stretched and when that rubber band starts to become stretched and it pops and breaks, that's it. So here's the thing. If you think of ourselves as rubber bands, we're willing to be stretched. I mean, granted, rubber bands can be stretched to, a lot of rubber bands are made to be stretched to a certain width, and they come in all sizes, right? But you think of a rubber band being stretched, and they can be stretched as far as they can, and then eventually they'll pop. But at the same time, the longer the rubber band stays, I guess, lubricated or the certain materials that's on it, the covering, it's going to withstand the being stretched. And it's creating room for capacity, whereas you got to drop rubber band, and when it pops, it's done. So here's the thing. 
creating capacity you gotta be willing to be stretched in a lot of life situations and i could tell you for the past couple of years i've been stretched but here's the thing when i come out that stretching season i'm creating more capacity so now my blessings and things that were for me are starting to fill it up fill up that space right so then now when god presents a new situation or opportunity that's gonna force me to be stretched so i'm starting to be stretched again starting to be stretched again but i'm creating room for more capacity so now when i'm out of that season and then my good blessing is on that other side or whatever is next for me is on the other side i have capacity enough i have enough room to fill it you know so think about that check on where your capacity is at right so in my chapter i have a chapter in my book called it started with a decision so the thing with healing you first gotta decide if you do need healing or not because there are a lot of folks out here that really think there's nothing wrong with them and that's when you get the thing i'm me i'ma just be me and i'm me and you take it or leave it but you got everybody telling you probably since you was five 13, how you have a bad attitude, how you're not receiving well of compliments, how you are so defensive and you're not polite. You got, you're a mean girl. So if everybody's telling you the same thing, but you're still resting on this, I'm me, this is me, take it or leave it. You're not willing, you're not taking accountability for yourself and seeing, okay, let me check my attitude. Let me see what's going on really with me. Why do I act like this? What's your why? And that's another thing when it comes, when it's starting with a decision, you have to decide if you need to change. Now, granted, it's people out there that, that says they don't need to change, but that's the thing. You're not creating capacity for yourself. You feel like you don't need to change. You feel like your life is, you're good, whatever you're at, you're comfortable, wherever you're at, whatever that looks like. I then want you to look at, are you happy? Because a lot of people who aren't happy, <laughs> they're probably in a position they're not, they feel like they shouldn't be in. Like, I feel like I shouldn't be here. Why am I here? I'm supposed to be at this level, but I'm lower than that. So now you have to look back and like, okay, everything in my life, look at the decisions I made in my life. Were they for me or do they go against me? Did I do what God said or did I do what's in my flesh? Did I take advice soundly? You know, you got to look at all of those things and that's where the accountability starts. And then once you do decide like, yeah, I'm effed up or yeah, I need a heart check. Yeah, I need to lose weight. Yes, I have health issues, etc., etc. You need all these things to change about yourself. So that's when it comes to starting with that decision. It's so much power and it takes a truly strong person to decide they need to change. Because change is scary. If, if we really think about it, we a lot of us don't want to be uncomfortable. Who Like think of at night, I love to sleep. So one thing about me, I will listen so <laughs> right now it is a cozy friday afternoon i'm fresh off of work this week has been busy and i'm ready to chill and relax and i will go to sleep if i am nice and comfortable i am right now in this nice comfortable seated position you know in my room and i'm just vibing with y'all 
But if I wasn't, I'm comfortable. The fireplace is going. I just um, sipping on some tea. And yes, my body is calm. I will go to sleep. I'm comfortable, right? So when I'm not comfortable, when I'll go to sleep, I cannot go to sleep. If I'm uncomfortable, I won't go to sleep. I will not go to sleep. So who wants to be uncomfortable anywhere? You ride in a car, if especially you drive like me for long periods of time, you don't want to be uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? So we don't want to be uncomfortable, but here's the thing. When God shakes stuff up, oh God, it's going to be uncomfortable. Who wants to, I feel like you do, if you don't have a roller coaster life, you're like pretty boring. Your life is not that exciting. If you could predict A, B, C, and D, your day-to-day, you could just predict everything that's going to happen. Everything just goes according to plan. Yeah, that'll be all cute for a certain period of time, but then you're going to get bored. You're going to shake it up. Shake it up, Jesus. Shake it up. For me, I mean, the thing is, I want it to be shaken up, but my life gets shaken up at the wrong parts of the time, if you feel what I'm saying. Like, Wait, God, this ain't supposed to happen right now. I thought it was supposed to be good. So he'll shake it up when you least expect it. He'll shake it up when you feel like things are out of whack. And he will make things uncomfortable. But here's the thing. That's the time that you are starting to be stretched. You're starting to go through that process of being uncomfortable, being stretched, because you're creating more capacity for yourself. So that's how you got to look at it. So when it starts with a decision, I had to decide because in that point in my life, as I discussed in my book, I was at my heaviest weight. I was like, almost, I was three, I ran around it up. I was 350 pounds by the age of 30. I did not realize physically the way I looked. I was that big until I saw my 30th birthday pictures. And I was like, I honestly, if I could be honest, this is what I said. What the fuck is that? And I was talking about me. I felt, I was like, I cannot believe that. I, I, I just, I was shocked. And then I said it to my friends, like, yeah, sometimes that is. And they're like, oh, because we see you looking that way. And I'm like, that's not good. And then I talked to my mom about it. And my family did say stuff, but it was so vague. They wouldn't really say anything. But again, even if they said something, that's on me. I had to take accountability how I look and how I was treating my body. And then I started to feel it. Like, I'm losing, getting winded earlier. My knees started bothering me. All of those things. So I was just tired of being tired. And at the same time, I was having a poor relationship. I was in a relationship that's, you know, it was just taking a toll on my self-esteem. And I was like in a, in a dull, dark place getting there. So I had to make that decision. Like, I'm going to get my shit together. I need to get right. I need help. I need to just not feel like I'm just coasting in life or feeling like I'm stuck all the time. I need to get my health in order. I need to get my mind right. But the first thing first, I had to get my body in order, my physical state in order. I was dealing with um, fertility issues at that time, all of these things, but my health and my physical. So that's what the first thing I had to make that decision. I'm going to get myself together for real, for real. And it's a lifestyle change. It wasn't easy. Heck, no, it wasn't. Very difficult, very challenging. But here's the thing. I had to every day wake up with the decision to make that I am going to get myself together. You got to make that decision. It's so hard. And then when you in the space of when that thought comes, all right, I got to make a decision. How am I going to do this? 
confide in somebody. Talk to someone and be like, okay, what you think about blah, 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 blah. And just, or write it out. Plan, like, what does that look like to you? When you make that decision, okay, after you give your yes. Yes, I'm about to go on this healthy journey. What does that look like for you? Does it look like I'm just going to start going to the gym, but I'm still get takeout all the time and eat out and eat fast food or whatever? Or I'm just going to start with my nutrition first. Let me get that together. Maybe see a nutritionist, do different recipes. So let me tell you what I did. I decided, so I'm a shopaholic. I love clothes, love shopping. I still do. And, and, and again, it started with my making a decision in my mind. I need to get myself together so what I did was I was like okay I did a budget I was like all right so I shop at this place all the time I shop at Target I shop at boom 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 I'm always spending money on this this and that going out to eat or whatever um I could be investing that money into the gym I'm gonna start investing my money into health and wellness so if I want to go shopping I'm gonna start buying myself hella workout outfits anytime I go to like an old let me tell you old navy if you want at leisure wear the best <laughs> the best my top is old navy for me the price is so reasonable they always got some sales going on their pants aren't made like i love old navy athletics uh athleisure wear i love love old navy okay i say that i'm, I'm i digress <laughs> so old navy but i'll go spend money on that so when i'm going to the gym that's another thing like you don't gotta go to the gym looking busted and disgusted what motivated me because i'm going to the gym looking good i'm feeling good my outfit cute i you know what i'm saying i'm feeling cute but i'm about to walk out of there looking like a wet dog but i know i put that work in and I, that helped me motivate me if i'm going to the gym looking good i would do that <laughs> um next like what i did was i started investing more into workout classes um that's how excuse me I need a sip of water. Sometimes, and look, my little introverted self, I can't talk for an hour straight or 30 minutes just straight talking and nobody's talking back at me. But I thank you for if you made it this far. Thank you. Mm. Excuse me. And that's where a reminder when I take a drink of water or water break, that means go pick up a bottle of water. Take a swig. I'm a big water advocate. That's all I drink is water. Like, that's all I drink. Water and tea. Water and teas. And coffee. But I don't put sugar in my coffee. I drink my coffee black. Period. Tea black. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, you know, just doing all of those things of trying to get yourself prepared, like making a decision. And um, I was started just yeah getting into different workout classes keep i was um started doing kickboxing and then from kickboxing i discovered yoga so i started getting into different yoga classes just trying different things because you're going through the process of losing weight um your body your weight comes goes to a plateau like you'll still lose inches but your actual physical weight i don't know it comes to this weird plateau so a lot of times you gotta shock your body and switch it up switch up the workouts so that's what i was doing and i love it and that's where i invested my money i was consciously taking my money and investing it into health and wellness buying shakes buying like just spending it on that if i go out to eat 
I was, oh, you know, instead of getting fries, I'm getting vegetables. Or I'll eat half of the meal if I do just, because I'm a firm believer, if you go out to eat, I don't make a salad at home. If I'm going out to eat, I'm going in, okay? But you don't have to eat all your damn food. So I started training my stomach to eat half portions. And that truly works wonders, guys, because when you're smaller and making your portions smaller, that's shrinking your stomach. So that's really, really good when you do that. So yeah, it all starts with that decision. What does your decision look like? And then when you write it out, make it like, okay. And this is the this is the thing, this is the critical thing you have to do, especially when it comes to healing. We don't always we don't want to know what our why is. A lot of us don't know a why. The why will sound like because somebody told me so. Oh, it's because that's what social media says. Social media said I need to have a flat stomach and a big booty and get a BBL. This is how I get food out. This is how I get the dudes. This is how I get and you know what I'm saying I get what I want. I get to the bag because I gotta look this certain way. Now, we if that's your why. Now you got to look at that why. <laughs> and it's like, that's what you have to critically think. And that's the thing. We cannot, we got to stop making decisions based on our feelings and emotions. You have to logically think, as, look at stuff. And it's like, why? And go deeper. And go deeper. Go to another whole nother level. And that's how you get to more of self. You get to that core of you. And then you realize, wow, maybe I shouldn't. I, I got that surgery because yeah I was in I was traumatized because people picked on me when I was a kid and I, I feel I have those same feelings resonating in me so I need to change that because I won't get that attention as an adult if I look this way or whatever that may look like so here's the thing and it's a level write this down <laughs> if you can but just let this resonate with you think about it make that decision right really understand the why behind your decision and then truly, if you got to look at it and reflect on the why, and just really look at it like, does that why make sense? Where's, where is that why coming from? Because then when you reflect back on it, or if it don't resonate with you, you probably like, damn, maybe, you know, I, maybe I need to switch it up. Maybe I need to look from a different perspective. Maybe I need to, you know, whatever that may look like for you. So that is... When I started, when I made my decision and I made up my mind to get my health back in order, that's what I did. I had to do that type of work because I'm like, I'm not doing this for anybody else. Because when I did it for myself, that's when it became harder. No, I'm sorry. When it had to do it for other people, it became harder. But when I made the decision, I'm doing this for me. I need to feel good. I don't feel good. It was like a... I'm telling you, and then you just see the wheat falling off. It was like a shot of confidence. Like, I don't know, it was like some crack that went in my cup or my bloodstream. I don't know, because my confidence level just went through the roof. Because I just felt so much, so proud of myself. The little set short term goals and the things that I was doing and investing in my health and all of that, I see it paying off. Now, going through the process, it do sucks. Like, I ain't gonna hold you. Like, people going in, drinking, and doing this and doing that stuff. And it's like, you put in, you made the decision that you're not gonna do that. So, you gotta stick with it. 
And that is the hard part. The process is so hard. But that's what I'm saying. When you get out the other side of that and you get that reward, it's so, it was so worth it. So it all starts with a decision, guys. It starts with a decision how you want to leave your legacy here on this earth. For me, um, I would want my legacy to be to know that I was definitely self-aware. I definitely love myself. I love my family. My purpose is to give God the glory all the time. And that's through whatever my purpose here is on earth, which is to be, I feel like I'm being a career woman. Purpose is to be a wife, to be a mom, to be someone's encourager, someone else's cheerleader. I'm here to just build community, create community, build and create community, and just live in love. I'm just, and that's what I want people to, to, to know about me, that I am allowing space for love to just flow, love to flow for yourself and for others. So, and that's another thing too, when you make a decision, include in your decision, write that down, like, what will I want my legacy to be now? It may change as time goes on, because I know I'm going to change mine. But for right now, my legacy, I want it to be that I, I went out. I, what I said I wanted for my life, I went for it. I did it. I did it. Blood, sweat, and tears. I cried. I could probably quit in my mind a million times, but while I'm in my mind quitting I'm still going through the actual actions and then of course every night um reigniting my fuel in me but what would you want your legacy to be like so I want to use these last few minutes of this episode just to reflect back and I think I want to do this for every at the end of every episode just to meditate spend time with you guys to um just to meditate in the moment so to get in a meditative state again we're being still you can get wherever you're comfortable at sit nice and tall have your palms resting on your thighs you can have your gaze to the back of your eyelid you can have yourself focus on the object and you could just listen to the tone and the sounds and the vibrations of my voice and then just start to take slow deep breath inhales just control them for just a moment and a slow exhale a deep breath inhale and then slowly exhale feel your your mind state start to relax your body start to relax the muscles in your body are calm you are sitting grounded and still and tall and just start to allow your body to breathe for you let go control of your breathing and just be start to reflect back on this week think of all the positive moments the celebrations that you can give to yourself for showing up a small win even if you woke up this morning and you thank god that's a win even if you woke up and took a shower and laid back in the bed, that's a win. If you woke up and took a drink of water and laid back down, that's a win. Even if you went to set an accomplished set goal, if you didn't accomplish, 
your set goal, but you went for it and attempted to accomplish it, that's a win. Deep breath, inhale, and just slowly exhale. And then take this moment again to show yourself love and gratitude in this space for showing up for yourself. And then just speak life into yourself that I am love. I am needed here on this earth. I will embrace and also seek out all opportunity that's out there for me while I'm living this human experience. And then, and if you're ready to come out your meditative state, as your body slowly inhales and exhales, taking in this scenery and the environment around you, so we start to blink the eyes, start to bring awareness to your lens. And just smile. And just smile because your heart is smiling right now. And I would love to thank you guys for joining me on another episode of Taking Up Space. I pray and hope that I was able to provide you space to just be with me, embrace with me just share with me fellowship with me all of those good things until next time guys i will see you on the next episode period and leave a review comment and review i would love to hear your feedback about this as i am working on getting better with this thing but i'm having so much fun all right guys love and light peace and blessings bye